to Where Is Hillman Anyway in a Different World podcast, where we talk all about your favorite sitcom, A Different World. Today, we are talking about season two, episode six, If You Like Pilgrim Coladas. So my name is Jamie, and I'm here with my co-hosts. Anthony, a.k.a. Brother Furious, a.k.a. Mr. Smith at my day job. And also, Robert, a.k.a. Cusified. You can find me out here in these Twitter streets. I'm out here. All right. Pilgrim Coladas. (laughs) So obviously, this is the Thanksgiving episode. All right. Pilgrim Coladas. Like, what? All right. Season two, episode six. If you like Hillman Coladas. Willie and Kim stay at Hillman over Thanksgiving, but choose dancing over a big dinner. What? Walter, Dwayne, and Freddie drive Delisa and Delisa home for the holiday. <laughs> that is the That's so simple. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we'll go with it. That's what happened. Right. That is what happened. Whitley and Kim go out to celebrate Thanksgiving. And it was lit, too. Right. Was lit. <laughs> and Jaleesa and Walter ride home to the Northeast with Freddie and Dwayne. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so this episode opens with Walter and Mr. Gaines in the pit talking about Thanksgiving. Um, apparently some of the kids are coming down with the flu and they're not leaving to go home for the break. Walter is supposed to be telling Mr. Gaines how many there are that are supposed to be staying, but he says if those kids are sick, send them to student health to get some soup. Don't come in the pit with those germs. Right. But then <laughs> Jaleesa comes in and he's like, oh, hey. Jaleesa <laughs> and she's like you know I don't have my number for how many students are staying and he was like and she was like and they're starting to get sick he's like oh with that pesky flu send them down here to come and get some stuff I'll take care of your kids so Walter's like wait a minute uh why are you being so nice to her it's like because I like her hey that's how it is with her. that's how it be sometimes I mean Walter came down here trying to act like he Thought he had something going on, Mr. Gaines. Mr. Gaines, like, you know, you know, he a nice old Southern gentleman. <laughs> no, I can fix you up like that. You know, so Mr. Gaines is doing all of that. But not for Walter, just for the girls, no. not for the boys. Absolutely not. <laughs> so, Jaleesa asked Walter if they're leaving at three because she told, ooh, because she told Eric she would be there by nine. Mm-hmm. Oh, so. Ding, 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 ding. Where is Hillman? It is mm-hmm. it's somewhere in Virginia that's six hours away from New York. Well, it's not 757 because that's like nine hours. Yeah, so it has to be like D.C. area, Northern Virginia. Yep. It would have to be, but then once again, it has to be kind of close to Virginia, at least, I mean, I mean, not Virginia, I mean, to Richmond. Because it's what, like within an hour? In between Richmond and D.C. It's like, yeah, it's like Fredericksburg. It's Mary Washington. It has to be like Fredericksburg. That's like, that's the only place it could possibly be. Hillman is in Fredericksburg. 
That's, that's, that's the only thing I can think of. It has to be in there somewhere. Yeah, because it's an hour. It's an hour to get to Richmond from Fredericksburg, and it's an hour to get to DC. Yeah, but that's the thing. But it's also an hour to get to the beach. So no, it's like two yeah. hours to get to. It's like three hours, two to three, two hours to get to the beach. No. Is it, is it? It's like three hours to get to the beach from Fredericksburg. Three hours. Yeah, yeah, from Fredericksburg. Yeah, but I'm talking about in the show. Uh-oh. They got to the beach in like an hour. Oh, they did. <laughs> huh. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, we'll, we'll revisit that again when we get back to that. Maybe they went to Bookrow. They went to Bookrow Beach. You know? <laughs> That's cool. Maybe, maybe. maybe. Oh. Or, or they went to the beach on the eastern shore of Maryland. <laughs> <laughs> That's not Wish Beach, see? Ocean City. They went to Ocean City. Jeez, that, that would take more than an hour. <laughs> True. True. Hmm. Where is Hillman? No. We're going to keep collecting clues. We're going to keep. Podcast. We're going to know where Hillman is. Right. So, anyway, Walter says that if Eric isn't on time, waiting for her on the stoop when he drops her off, she has to come with him all the way to New York. 27, he's, she said she wouldn't be there at what, like 9.30? He said, if Eric is not there at 20, at 9.27 and 15 seconds, she's going with Walter to New York. That was the ultimatum. Right. And she just laughs it off and leaves. So then Mr. Gaines comes and is like, uh, actually, we have that clip. (laughs) Who's Eric? Her boyfriend. Let me give you some advice. Are you crazy? (laughs) What you must be driving the woman you love to some other man in your own car. Well, I hope he's going to pay for the gas. Would you give me just a little bit of credit? It's going to be a nice, long ride to New Jersey. Just Jaleesa and me. Hey, man, we'll take the scenic route. Maybe stop at the Cozy Inn for some supper. By the time she gets home, she'll be going like, who's that man on my porch? Son, after six hours in a car, you're going to stink. Now, if you want any kind of future with this girl, put her on a boat. <laughs> Walter. Walter not trying to hear that. Mm-hmm. I mean, she knows what she's doing, asking that man for a ride. Exactly. I was saying, I could get you. <laughs> I mean, when she, when you you were, said, if you were Walter, you would have told her to make Eric come down and pick her up. Yeah. I mean, if we ain't... We're driving. Like, we're, we're clearly, <laughs> clearly, you know... You like, I like you, and you like me too. I'm not driving you to see your boyfriend. What is dumb? But, I mean, that's what Walter's, he knows what he, he he's trying to make and be so charming. They're they both playing with each other. Exactly. Exactly. He's that's trying to be so charming that she'll forget all about him, Eric, by the time he gets That's what she I mean, Loki has kind of been working a little bit because, uh, um, you know, you see when he's like, you know, you come to New York with me if he's not there. And, and she's like, laugh. <laughs> you know, um, right. <laughs> right. Okay. All right. I see. I see what's happening. Exactly. She left the door open. She left it cracked. Right. <laughs> so then next scene, Dwayne runs into the pit. He tells Walter that his ride has the flu and he has no way home to New York for Thanksgiving. Walter's like, well, my car is full. So Dwayne's like, but 
I have to go. I have a football game date with Big Butt Brenda from the Bronx. Big Butt Brenda. If Brenda got a big butt, you got to go see her. got to. I thought I told you she'd be true. <laughs> Brenda got a big old butt. <laughs> so I'm leaving you. Um. Anyway. Uh, and he said, then he said, plus his mom's going to kill him if he doesn't get home. So <laughs> Walter gives him some uh, money to catch the bus. I guess neither one of you, well, I don't know. Robert, did you have issues getting home for uh, Thanksgiving? Um, I, I, I have at some point. I remember one year in particular that I definitely had a pretty big issue getting home. Um, you know, at Norfolk State, we had these, those on-campus apartments. We had the suites, um, the party suites that were on campus. So I, 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 couldn't, I couldn't make it home because I didn't have a car at the time. And like I didn't have money for like a bus or anything, and then like my family didn't have money to pick me up wherever. Um, so I stayed in. Um, actually, it's kind of a funny story because I let my line brother stay with me that that Thanksgiving break too. We actually kind of got into a little bit of trouble because there was like a room check because you weren't supposed to have people stay over. Which is crazy. It's an apartment. Yeah, exactly. That's what's wild about it. And it was a break. Yeah, exactly. So, like, he he lived on a regular dorm, and they were like, okay, the dorms are closed. You can't stay here. So I was like, yo, you can just stay on my couch. And so basically he did that, and then, like, you know, it was probably, like, the, the whole weekend, but, like, probably, like, a Friday or Saturday, they came and, like, checked the rooms, and they caught him in there, and they brought us up on disciplinary charges. Oh, crazy. Yeah, it was it was wild. But that's... I mean... That's about the wrong things. Right. <laughs> exactly. Clean? Did you have roaches? No. <laughs> no, none of this was going up. No, every all of that was fine. Right. Like, like somebody, I'm letting somebody like not like freeze on the street. So that's that's an issue. That's crazy. so they did. I mean, we took it to student. They took it to student court and everything. And what happened there? Um, well, they were just like, uh, we reviewed your case. Um, it seems this is the first disciplinary action either of you have had. <laughs> And I see one of you has a three-five, and one of you has a three-two. Um, we're just gonna toss, toss this out. D- don't do it again, or whatever. Don't break your lease again. But uh, this is not anything one needs to be concerned. Break your lease, man. Yeah, it, it was dumb. It, it was dumb. Like the whole thing was stupid. Like, it we, it, it was like me. living there or something. It's a weekend. Right. Exactly. Like he was gone on Sunday. Like as soon as the dorms opened back up, he was gone. So. He was there from like third Wednesday to to Sunday morning, but they came in in like Friday afternoon or something. Wow. Hey, you have family to go see. Why are you bothering? Me? Yeah, like, <laughs> we have something better to do than this. Room check, and we ain't here. I couldn't even. Um, most of the time, as a matter of fact, as I think about it, we went to the playoffs a lot, and so I don't remember going home for Thanksgiving. We stayed. We couldn't. We would have to stay there. Or did I go? I can't. Re- I can't really remember. Good gosh, that was a long time. <laughs> but I know for a fact that we were definitely. If we did go home, we would be back for that weekend because we have to uh, play. Like on Saturday or whatever. Yeah, for the playoffs. But 
I kind of, I can't remember if my parents would come and get me. If they, if they did, it was only the first year because I had car from my sophomore year on. So I might, sophomore year, I definitely probably would have driven home and then came right back because I've done that a lot. But yeah, it's kind of crazy. I don't really remember. But Anthem, you were right there, so. Yeah, I ain't had no problems at all. Okay. <laughs> Mark up to go, go home from work. Okay. Right. <laughs> like, wanna just come get me on your way home? Three and a half hours away from home, so. <laughs> right. I'm 20 minutes right up the street. <laughs> yep. oh, well, see, great. <laughs> okay, but the funniest thing is that Walter is telling that his car is full, then obviously it's just Julissa. Walter, you got a plan. Exactly. <laughs> so. Next scene is Freddie in the dorm room. She's putting her luggage on the bed and she's all sad. When Jaleesa comes in, Freddie tells her that she was flying standby and couldn't get on the flight. When the flight left, she was standing by. <laughs> she was still standing by. Right. Wait. So of course, Jaleesa being the nice person that she is, she can't leave her 17 year old roommate there by herself. She invites her to New Jersey with her. And, but for some reason, Freddie thinks that she should stay in the dorm to pay for her bad planning, to make up for it. Like, that's Right. <laughs> like, that makes no sense. So Jaleesa's like, uh, you want to miss out on meeting Eric? So, of course, she jumps at the chance to go. So, Jaleesa. Weird thing, if you ask me, like, that's, that was your incentive? Meeting Jaleesa? To be nosy. Okay, I guess that's true. You know, she was all over. You know, she wanted to know who's sending the teddy bears and all that stuff with the jewelry. Yeah. So, and she's 17. She's never been, she's only been to New Mexico. This will be her first time going somewhere on the East Coast, maybe. I mean, I don't know if she's never been to the East Coast because we don't know her. Yeah. But, right. So, uh, the next scene, Colonel Taylor is downstairs with uh, Whitley in the lobby of the dorm. Whitley has been left in charge during the break while Letty is out of town. And Kim and Whitley are the only ones that are gonna be left in the dorm. And Colonel Taylor is gonna keep an eye out for them. Wasn't Jaleesa the dorm, like, like the dorm head like last season, like before this? Yeah, she's the dorm. Um, okay, well, but Jaleesa left, so I guess that makes sense, I guess. Yeah, they, even RAs are allowed to go home. Yeah, so I, never mind. I, I forget that Jaleesa didn't leave, so never mind. Come on. Yeah. So, um, the, everybody's leaving. People are packing up. You see everybody leaving out. Dwayne is basically asking anyone to give him a ride to New York. Anyone he can find. He's looking for a ride to New York. Um, he sees Whitley and tells her that every bus in Virginia is booked. And his mom is probably out shopping for a new son. Uh, Whitley invites him to come to the pit with her and Kim, and he asks her how come she didn't go away for Thanksgiving, and turns out she had the choice to either go to a juice spa with her mother or Rio with her dad and his young wife, and she did not want to do either. I don't blame her. But I'm wondering, like, where's her, like, does she have other family? Like, is it they were talking about doing holidays? Yeah, she could go somewhere else, but she didn't want to. 
So then Walter comes in and he goes to the stairs and yells upstairs for Jaleesa. Now, I don't know how their stairs work in that dorm. <laughs> but, because <laughs> I mean, that dorm was kind of, I mean, the downstairs does kind of look like a house. But there's no way that he could yell up the stairs and somebody would be able to hear him. Not in, definitely not in the rooms. Like maybe if they were upstairs in that like that common room. Right, right, right. Because there was, there was like the stairs, the stairwell was like right there. But other than that, if she wasn't right there, she wouldn't have heard it. Right. Well, it's just there. I was leaving. It would be quieter. Yes. So or maybe it would be more. It would have been like more traffic because everyone was leaving. Right. Right. But apparently, Jaleesa heard, heard him, and she yells downstairs that we're coming. I guess she, she might have been on her way. I guess because they did come down immediately. So. And the look on Walter's face when she said weird, <laughs> and then he looks up and he sees Freddie coming down the stairs. His face is like, <sighs> and then Freddie's like, oh, I gotta go upstairs and get my guitar. Is that okay? Is it okay if I play it in the car? <laughs> no, don't leave that here. What's wrong with you? Walter's looking at Jaleesa like, uh, what is she talking about? <laughs> so. She Right. And Jaleesa's like, well, I invited Freddie to come home with me, me because she had nowhere to go. So, of course, Walter's like, like, you can see his whole plan yep. before his eyes. Yeah. <laughs> and it's done. So he's like, all right, fine, whatever. So <laughs> he's like, all right, come on, go ahead. And Dwayne, who was on the couch, he puts his hand up pitifully like, Walter. <laughs> Have fun. Goodbye. Walks like, come on, get in the car, and you better hurry up. You're gonna be on the roof with the guitar. You and the guitar are gonna be riding together. Right. <laughs> Who wasn't having it? Yeah, I, I would have hated like you taking someone home. They just invite people to come along. Like that's kind of inconsiderate. A very. Like, what are you doing? Huh? Very inconsiderate, especially considering how much stuff people usually take with them. Right. Like, how much room do I have in my car? Where do I have to put this person? Like, what's laundry? Going <laughs> Where's my laundry gonna go? Right. I have things to carry home. You have things to carry home, and we plan for this. Now, right. I have other person, do I have to drop them off in another place? That, that um, Thanksgiving trip is when you um, switch out clothes. Like, I usually would take my summer stuff and then bring the other stuff. Yeah, because, really, you know. Well, you live up the street. <laughs> <laughs> but I was four hours away with a little teeny closet. So. Oh, I forgot about those little closets again. Yeah. Had to rotate, rotate the wardrobe. Closets were tiny. So small. Were y'all, in your dorms, like in the freshman dorms, were the closets like the kind that sit out from the wall? Yeah. Yeah, those big wooden. Yep. Yeah, that's exactly what we had. Like thinking about that, do they do they have like a company that makes college dorm furniture? Because <laughs> <they're... laughs> the college dorm furniture depot. Like who was making this yeah, stuff? Really all identical. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But like, every time, like, you got new mattresses. They they had these uh like gray. Like what what were those? They didn't have any cloth on the outside. They were just like. Yeah. With the great platform. Yeah, yeah, those ones. Yeah. Y'all's mattresses were pretty pitiful. Yeah, was, yeah, they were awful. They were awful. 
I don't know how I slept on. Like now that I like now that I can buy my own mattress, I don't understand how I slept on. Yeah, it's crazy. So um, everybody leaves, and I guess apparently, and I didn't pay attention while watching, but as they, this conversation was going on, everybody left. <laughs> the dorm is cleared out because Whitley closes the door of the dorm, and everybody's gone. She's the only one left, and then she realizes that she's all alone. The next scene, we see Kim on the phone assuring her mom that she's not lonely, and there are plenty of people in the dorm. When right, they're the only ones. Um, Kim's mom is crying on the phone, but Kim's like, "It's okay, you know that I can't. We couldn't afford two trips this close back to back." And that's the thing too. I always wonder the people that come from so far away. That's two plane tickets within a month. Yeah, that's a lot. To try to get home. So that's not, I can see why she wouldn't be going home for Thanksgiving because Christmas is way longer. Yeah. So Kim goes into her room and she's super depressed about not being home for Thanksgiving and her and Whitley are getting ready to go to the pit. She starts crying and she goes to Whitley for comfort and we have that clip. Kim now, we have none of that. Wait, block, 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 don't rubby, get on red and puffy. even though on the last episode we know that he can sing. Yeah, and I still don't get why she's doing that terrible Whitney voice. Like, what's going on? Like, you're weeping ass. Like, what? She does this to be annoying because it works because we're annoyed right now. Yeah, but it's just, it's, it's kind of crazy when we already know that she can sing. So they're both sitting there sad because Whitley then starts to reminisce about her own Thanksgivings, even though they weren't that great. But she still misses it because that's what she knows. They both think they're pathetic. So they decide to go out instead of going to the pit. Kim has a fake ID. Ooh. <laughs> Controversial. Did you guys ever have a fake ID? No. Me neither. No. I wouldn't I, know where you go to get one of those things. I mean, I didn't one for real. I probably could have had one if I wanted one, but uh, like, I was I was kind of a uh, really like. Strange. I wasn't by the books to be by the books. I was just like scared of a lot of things. Like, yeah. I was super afraid of addiction, so I didn't drink. Mm-hmm. So. 
I didn't drink it for way later because it's like, okay, I guess I'll do it now. Maybe, sure, possibly. That you're old enough to know when to stop. Yeah, like, yeah, that's kind of how it went. So, like, so that wasn't ever a problem for me. And then, like, as far as, like, clubs and stuff, like, to this day, I still don't like clubs. I don't know that's my thing. Yeah. But if we wanted alcohol, we had old heads to get it for us. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, um, I never thought of trying to get a fake ID because I, I always get carded. So I know, I still get carded. That they I still would, get carded too. Look, well, you're, uh, and you're 12 years younger than me. Well, yeah, there. <laughs> but, um, yes, I would never try to get a fake ID. I wouldn't even know where you would even begin to try to get something like that. Not a clue. I mean, I mean, people did it. I mean, that's what it is, but I've never had one, so I, I really can't speak on that. I don't know anyone that did either. But yeah, like Anthem said, we just got older people to buy stuff for us. <laughs> I want to say my rookie brother got a fake ID, but he's from the beach. Who's that? Yeah. Kellum. Oh. <laughs> I, I definitely know people that had them and people that had, like, older people get them stuff, so that's whatever. But I definitely never had a fake ID. Tim is a Daughter of a police officer with a fake ID? Mm-hmm. Right. Hey, yeah, I didn't even think about that. That's terrible. Mm-hmm. So, out on this podcast that's going to go out on the internet. <laughs> so, next scene is Kim and Whitley walking into a restaurant slash bar. They're all dressed up and it looks dead. <laughs> And Kim is like, this place is terrible. It's the worst Thanksgiving ever. They sit down and the waiter comes up and Kim tries to use her fake ID. He looks at it and you can see on his face that he knows that it's fake. So he's like, hey, instead of a beer, why don't you guys try the Pilgrim Colada? Right. And they're like, oh, of course. And Kim's like, yes, I have those all the time. (laughs) Like, okay, Kim, sure, whatever. So, um, next scene, we see the entertainment. His name is Ramon. That's uh, Michael DeLorenzo from New York Undercover and fame. You look familiar? What? You didn't know right off the bat? I mean, I mean, New York Undercover was on when I was a child, Jamie. Like, I don't... There's no way you dream New York Undercover. Like, what? Next it was on. Movie. It was on TV One. It's it's come on uh, after Martin, right? Yep. Yeah, back in the back then when we were children, yes. I remember watching awesome. Martin. It was Living Single, Martin, New York Undercover. We used to watch it in the dorm all together. All I remember is uh, what uh, Black Power was kind of lit. Um, well, not the dorm. It was the Union, the Student Union Building, the Black Power Two Hour. You, you Brenner was that was his name? Who? The other, the black guy. That's Malik Yoba. <laughs> no, I'm going to tell you where I got you Ritter from. Because I up. But it's because they referred to Malik Yoba's character on Cool Runnings as Yul Brenner. That's why that came uh-huh. up. That's why. Yeah. Uh-huh. Look at, look at, no, look at the scene. The scene where they're all saying Cool Runnings <laughs> with, with Dion. I mean, uh, with Leon. I mean, with oh, Leon. Oh, gosh. You just, okay. Back to the Pilgrim Colossus. You just <laughs> you have to listen. No, okay. with Leon, Leek Yoba, uh, Dougie Doug, and 
and forth. I don't remember that actor's name. Yeah, he wasn't big. Go back. They call. They called him that. Okay. They called him Yul Brenner in that scene, and that's why I got that mixed up. Okay. So back and look at that scene. <laughs> Okay. Remember, John Candy was like, I'm telling you, John Candy was scene about what bobsledding is. Right. And right there. I'm okay. telling you. Malik Yoba. <laughs> so, but I'm telling you, that's why I got it confused. I'm sorry. Right, right. But yeah, New York Undercover was a great show, and what happened to it was sad. We're talking about the same person, so. Right. Scary. It was really cool. sad because. I don't know, did you guys watch the New York Undercover? I think it was a, um, a Unsung Hollywood on TV One. No, I missed that. Okay, well, let me run it down real quick. I got Yul Brynner mixed up with Malik Yoba, and you want me to remember the entire plot of New York Undercover? That's no, not the plot, but let me tell you about the story behind it. So, New York Undercover was Andre Harrell. Okay. You know, from Uptown. Uh, he came up with the idea for the show, and it was the first show to have a... Uh, a Latino and a black lead, right? And they brought it to Dick Wolf, and well, he said no. No, he said yeah. Really? Yeah, Dick Wolf was the executive producer. So, so uh, New York. Yeah, Dick Wolf was oh. the executive producer. He dum, 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 right. Dum, dum. Right. Andre Harrell was the one that convinced him that they needed to add the music element to it. And that would bring more people. Where it started to go bad was in like the fourth season when they decided to become multicultural. And I think um, was Eddie gone then? And they added. That's when Tommy Ford came on. That's his real name, right? Uh, From Martin. Thomas Michael Ford. Yeah. Yeah. He came in as like the um, the chief and find a white dude, and it just didn't work the way it worked with. Malik Yoba and Mike, Michael DeLorenzo, so they it got canceled because the ratings went to, it was terrible. It ain't broke, don't fix it. Exactly, and that last season is terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. But the last season of Martin is terrible. Oh yeah, when they couldn't be in the same room together? Uh, yeah, she, she was tired of him. It's crazy. But anyway, so Michael DeLorenzo is there. He's the entertainment, he's singing. Um, I also didn't say that he was in fame and bad. So he's a singer and a dancer, plus an actor, triple threat. So um, Whitley drank all of the Pilgrim Coladas. She drank hers and she drank, uh, she drank Kim. So now she's feeling bold enough to go over and talk to Ramon. They flirt back and forth and he asked her to sing La Bamba with him and she does. But at first, she's singing like the terrible Whitney, Whitley that we saw earlier. Then they cut. Next thing we know, it's Jasmine Guy singing Twist and Shout like she's auditioning for Coyote Ugly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on the, on the bars and everything. Like, that, that, that got on my nerves. Like, what are you doing? Right. Just you try- actually uh, No. <laughs> like- That's what's so funny. What are you doing? You're down from there. <laughs> on stage and twist it. And there wasn't even any alcohol in that. Right. There was no- well, they didn't know that. But but you still, I, I don't want to hear that. Like <laughs> I don't feel different. Like, I don't feel different. If there's no alcohol, there's no alcohol. Like, I'm not going to be surprised. But 
Oh my God, there was no alcohol in that? Oh, well, I guess I did the wrong thing. No, you you knew, you knew better. Well, she didn't know. Well, these are two novices who obviously had never drank before. So she did not know that she was not drunk. She thought she was drunk. Um, yeah, she's on the bar dancing when Kim turns around and sees Colonel Taylor, who just walked in with a date, I suppose, and some friends. And um, was chilling, though, like, because he saw me up there. Yeah, I don't even know that he would, I, would, I don't think that he would have said anything. Doubt it. Right. But Whitley sees him, and her and Kim together run to try to leave. While they're leaving, this dude steps up and tries to grab Whitley, tell her she's not going anywhere. She's staying there with him. And of course, not a cool. Right. Of course, Colonel Taylor sees it. He steps in. Um, Dude tries to step to Colonel Taylor. Like, (laughs) what you gonna do? And Colonel Taylor takes him down with the worst move I've ever seen. Yeah, I'm still trying to figure out how he worked that out. I don't know. <laughs> I've studied a, a couple of forms of martial arts, and I don't understand what he did there. The, the stunt coordinator was terrible. It just looked like he took his arm and pulled up, put his arm out and grabbed him and then just kind of turned him over. I don't know. Okay, okay, all right. There, there, there are moves that could do something like that. But Colonel Taylor didn't do anything that would have led to that. Like, he didn't. It looked like he reached out his hand and grabbed him, and then the dude did a forward roll on his own. <laughs> Precisely. Exactly. Like that, that's nothing like that would have worked like that. <laughs> right. But he was supposed to be heroic, and he was supposed to have body slammed him. It was supposed to be a body slam, but I, don't, I didn't see nobody come up off the ground. Hey, man, you know Colonel Taylor? We all talk. He's about a buck 50. You don't need to be big. Right. He was a military man, you know. He's so. fifteen pound dumbbells, he's not moving the way. <laughs> if, if you manipulate the right part, <laughs> you're going down no matter oh, who right. Yeah, if you lose use leverage, you definitely can get it. Anybody's coming down. Anybody, no matter who you are. Right. So Whitley and Kim, they take that opportunity during the takedown to run. Get out of there. Yeah. They don't even say thanks. They just run because now they're scared. Check, please. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Check, please. Yeah. (laughs) So then uh, Kim Kim and Whitley are just getting back to the dorm when Colonel Taylor comes in. Uh, Whitley, of course, blames her antics on being drunk from the Pilgrim Colada. Uh, Colonel Taylor's like, um, there's no alcohol in the Pilgrim Colada, it's on the kitty menu. That, that's a version. <laughs> and he lets Kim, or should we say Naomi Cunningham? Was that Naomi Cunningham? <laughs> he let her know that he knew about the fake ID and he takes it from her. Why do they always have these elaborate names? Whenever you see a, a fake ID on a TV show or a movie or something, it's always some uh, crazy name that doesn't make any sense. McLovin. Right. McLovin. <laughs> My husband has one, has the McLovin ID. 
<laughs> He's actually used it one time when we lived in Fredericksburg. No, just no. I don't believe that, that ever worked. I can't. <laughs> I mean, it didn't work for real because it definitely has the picture of the kid on it. <laughs> but he showed it just to get a laugh. You know how that is. Right, obviously, yeah. So at the dorm, okay, yeah, we're already at the dorm. And yeah, Colonel Taylor has taken the fake ID. Whitley is ashamed of herself. Could be a fake girl. Right. And Kim's like, it was no big deal. You were just having fun. Colonel Taylor is saying, you know, he's been in the military and he's seen people away from home all the time. You're just blowing off steam. It's fine. It's not a big deal. But of course, just then, Letty walks in early. She was supposed to be out of town um, with family, but she's back. Colonel Taylor tells her that he was just checking on all the dorms. The girls are like, yes, just checking. But Letty doesn't believe them, but she says she's tired and doesn't want to hear about it till the morning. So she goes to her room. So everyone's gone. Whitley is still upset with herself and she thinks that it was just a terrible night. And Kim was like, what? This is the best night ever. And she thanks Whitley for cheering her up. But of course, Whitley takes that opportunity to turn things around and is like, oh, well, you know, I just did that to uh, cheer you up. Right. I would never do those things under normal circumstances, but I had to cheer you up. So I was dancing on the bar. You know, Whitley never seen Phaedra. Right. <laughs> so, next scene, we're in the car with Walter and Jalisa in the front, and Freddie and Dwayne supposed to be asleep in the back. They're on their way back to Hillman. Walter asks Jalisa about her weekend with Eric, and we have that clip. Two did have an Emmer's weekend. I know, I know, it's none of my business. Would you watch the road, please? I'm watching the road. I'm just trying to make some conversation. We can talk about something altogether different. Have you seen the ice capades recently? Well, Thursday, Eric came over for Thanksgiving dinner. On Friday, he took me dancing. On Saturday, we went shopping at the mall, and this afternoon, we broke up. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, that's too bad. Well, it just wasn't working for me. I mean, between the distance and everything, it was just too much, you know? So you broke it off. It's never easy when a relationship ends. What? Good time it is. Time to, time to make that dirty Mac move. Right. So Walter, uh, he's sitting there trying not to sound too happy because he's like, oh, oh, really? <laughs> Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. <laughs> and Jaleesa makes all these excuses talking about, oh, you know, the distance was too long and just this and just that. And, but this, we all know this why. Is very far. However, we already know what it is. We are, this, we know. We know what we know. Exactly. And they both know it too. Because they're looking at each other. And they look back at, at Freddie and Dwayne's like, did y'all get that? And they said, mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that's the episode. Pilgrim Coladas. Pilgrim Coladas. 
that, that gave us a whole lot. Oh, isn't it? Right. <laughs> pineapple. I mean, no, not pineapple. Coconut. <laughs> no. That was gross already. Isn't that what, in a pina colada, is pineapple and coconut, right? I don't know. I, like, I, I haven't had pina colada yet. I never had one. I don't like pineapples. What? No. Mm-hmm. In my drinks? Mm-hmm. I'm not really wanting food in my drinks. Pineapple is probably good, but not, I don't like free drinks. But even the, um, like the, um, they just, they're just weird. They're weird. You have to bite into it and it's stringy and that's just weird. I, I can't figure out how to eat them. So what do we think about this episode? Filler. <laughs> yeah. Filler. <laughs> um... Walter watched with Lisa. Great. We get it. Like, I think this is probably like the, well, we'll see, but I think this is probably like the real beginning of Walter and Jalisa. They yeah. said age earlier by saying we like each other, and now Eric is out of the way. Mm-hmm. That was really, in Walter's mind, he has a real chance. Yeah. Turn up the Mac. Exactly. Lay the Mac down. Exactly. I mean, yeah, it is a kind of filler episode, but they did fill it with things that are true to college life because as we, somebody always gets left. <laughs> always. But, you know, is that really a story in there? <laughs> I remember one time at JMU, there was a snowstorm before, uh, during the Christmas break and um people heard about it like say for instance Christmas break ended on a Sunday and you were supposed to be back on the Monday mm-hmm. if it was supposed it was supposed to snow on that Sunday so a lot of people came back on the Friday or Saturday to beat the snow and then some of us stayed home because it snowed and I was one of those people that stayed home because it snowed but quite a few people were there early before the snow and they got stuck there nope and then having to try to go get food and be fed nope. snow that's coming up to your waist. <laughs> nope. Absolutely. I mean, you guys didn't have the weather app back then, so. No, no, no weather apps. No way to order food or Uber somewhere. We couldn't do any of that. They had to walk to the cafeteria and hope that there were people there. Enough people on <laughs> opened it so that there was food. It was hey, text, text me a note if they opened up. Yeah. No. Go to the cab. Let me know. Send me a telegram. You have to call, or you you have to come with me. You have to call them, but you use the payphone to call you. Right. And that's what. Well, actually, if you dive on campus, it's free. Sheesh! Can't relate. <laughs> but yeah, Thanksgiving episode has now come to a close. We hope that you guys have all enjoyed this episode. Hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, Where is Hillman? Rate us on iTunes. Let us know what you think. Tell everyone, share, share and share alike. All right. Tell your friends. We are out. Later. All right. Thanks for listening, y'all. The theme song that you're listening to was produced by DRAC. He 
is the producer for The Sound Miners. You can find him on all social networks at PHDRAC, D-I-R-A-C, and The Sound Miners at sound underscore miners, M-I-N-E-R-Z.